1: Hey guys, good after, good evening. Good evening. It's your girl Felicia Day, the accountability accountant guys. And I'm so excited to be back with you guys on this Tuesday. I was live early. I'm going to take these glasses off because I'm looking at a glare. Um, I went live earlier today. So if you guys missed my live stream, you definitely want to go back and check it out on youtube um earlier we talked about all of those tax strategies that you guys then got duped into buying people's culture program and all of that stuff guys i had fun earlier um i think you um everybody that tuned in learned a lot um so if i were you i would head over there so you can learn some stuff too and be hip so you won't be keeping getting taken advantage of. Okay. So on tonight's show, so this is the money zone guys. So this is my radio show earlier today was just a regular old or live stream or whatever. Right. So on tonight's show guys, we're going to be talking about the rising cost. Everything is expensive right now, guys. Okay. We're also going to talk about business. We're going to talk about customer service. And then last but not least using cryptocurrency. Um, I know, Uh, with so much uncertainty. You guys that are like me, you're looking for different alternatives um, to invest your money. You're looking at different avenues um, to sit your money in places and things like that. I don't know if you guys know, but about maybe 200 and so banks have closed down over the past year and a half, over 200 and something banks have closed down. And so that really had me thinking, okay? So we about to talk about it, guys. All righty, so first things first, guys, the cost is rising. Oh, I'm doing a radio show, not a live stream. Hi guys, it's your girl Felicia Day, the accountability accountant, guys. <laughs> I help entrepreneurs and individuals save money on their taxes, okay? Build profitable, scalable, and sustainable businesses, and in turn, by paying less taxes, building a profitable and sustainable business, you would then in turn build generational wealth. I'm the owner of Suncrest Financial Services located here in Maryland, and I'm an IRS enroll agent and a second generation accountant, guys. Um, so I'm excited to talk about the rising calls because you know where it's going to lead me into. my favorite, My favorite thing in the world, which is a budget, guys. I know many of you hate the fact that I always talk about budgeting budgeting and budgeting right but that is extremely important here's why let's say for example your business take home fifty thousand you make fifty thousand dollars in your business right and your expenses you didn't know the total amount of your expenses so because you're unaware of all of your expenses you think oh yeah that fifty thousand dollars is good I'm set. I made $50,000, unbeknownst to you, because you're not doing a budget, that your actual expenses is 70 something thousand, okay? So having a budget, guys, is one of the key, um, what I say, solution, tools that can be used right now during these tough times, during these rising costs and this major increase in inflation, the budget is your best friend. Okay, I'm not going to go into why you want to budget all the intricacies of a budget because I've done several videos throughout the year and throughout the years that I've been live streaming to talk about budgeting. But we want to talk about what you can do as the business owner when costs are rising okay number one guys, the first thing that all of us need to do is have a plan a lot of you are still winging business. And sometimes we literally have to wing things. I got to be honest, okay? That's where that faith part comes into business. This is why, if you know me, I've always told you guys that you cannot run a successful business without faith, okay? You have to believe in some high power to keep trucking, right? So, Right now, everything's expensive. You go into the grocery store, everything is expensive. You even go to Walmart, everything is expensive. Target, Amazon, everywhere is expensive. All of your coaches, consultants, everywhere across the board, guys, we're being hit with increased costs. The solution to that is knowing exactly what you are trying to accomplish within a given period. So number one thing that we need to do is have a plan, okay? You have to have a plan and the plan may look like, okay, I want to make $50,000 in the fourth quarter of 2023, or I want to make $100,000 in the first quarter of 2024. And these are the steps that I'm going to take to do that. I'm going to do Facebook ads. I'm going to do shout outs um, on Instagrams on um, influencer pages. I'm going to do some Google AdWords, I'm going to attend networking events. I'm going to um, increase the amount of emails that are going out to my mailing list. Once you guys decide what you're trying to accomplish, then you can now map out the plan. Many of you are still winging business and this is where actually, this is separation season, guys. We're in separation season. And what I mean by separation season is that the people that's serious about business, the people that's going to double down about business, the people that's going to put their head down and focus and double down on everything that they do, they're going to keep being successful. They're going to keep their business afloat. But all of you so-called entrepreneurs or people that are entrepreneurial, right, that's not really serious or have a legitimate business going. During this time, you're thinking about closing your business. The real entrepreneurs, we're like, okay separation season about to put my competition down to the ground nitty gritty face y'all don't even know what to know what was about to come out my mouth face down (laughs) sorry okay all right so that's basically what you guys need to do um is create a plan once you create the plan then you will then the second step and i mentioned that you will create the steps Once you can create the steps, which is your Instagram ads, your Facebook ads, your shout outs, all of those things, whatever you're going to do, networking events, then we can assign a specified amount to each plan. So for example, if we know we want to do Facebook ads, then we can say, okay, $2,000, I need to save $2,000. So January 1, I can invest in Facebook ads, okay? If you know you want to do shout out for shout out you guys may want to do like me contact all of the pages that you want to market on create a little spreadsheet put their price in and then you figure out the most inexpensive way to market your product or services so you may start with the lowest platform that may charge ten dollars to do a shout out or twenty five dollars to do a shout out start with them first then once you get some traction make a little bit of sales then you can go to the bigger uh, platforms and then pay the 250 the 300 or the $1,000. But don't just start with the $1,000 um, major platform. Here's why. You haven't figured out if your message is clear. Yes, just posting on the Shade Room, just posting on Hollywood Unlock might get you some followers, but are you going to close some deals? Remember, we need to make money. Followers don't pay the bills. Likes don't pay the bills, guys, because I never got a check from y'all likes. Never. But what I find is you guys don't even really like my stuff, but you message me. You'll DM me. So likes don't pay, guys, okay? Comments don't pay. What pays is somebody DMing you, getting on your calendar, or signing up for your product and services, or moving forward with something that you offer, okay? So you don't want to just spend um, a large amount on marketing if you have not solidified your marketing message, okay? And I see so many small businesses go out. Um, go out of service or have to close their doors because they pay six grand on for the shade room or they pay 15 grand for this promo or this class, but didn't have a plan or the marketing didn't fall through. I mean, the marketing fall, fell through, so they didn't get the sales that they anticipated. Start small, make some money and build up. Okay. We are in tough times. Things are tight. People are still buying, but they're not buying as fast. So you want to slowly make those marketing investments, okay? All right, so now we got the plan, you have your steps, and now we were able to budget a certain amount to each plan. So guys, if you're just coming in, um, on today's topic, we're talking about the rising costs that you guys are facing. That's basically what I'm talking about right now. So I'm giving you guys some solutions to be able to handle the rising costs, and it requires you to be a boss, a business owner. You need to have a plan. You need to now create actionable steps from that plan, for that plan. And then once you create the actionable steps, you need to create a budget, an amount that goes to each actionable step, okay? Once you do that, then you can spend some money, right? No, no. Once you do the actionable steps, right, then you can start promoting your services, getting some sales coming in. Now, you need to rinse and repeat. A lot of you new business owners, instead of staying with the flow of the success, meaning you have an ad that's working and oh, I need to try another ad. Instead of keeping that ad flowing, you try to start another one or you you get in traction on a certain concept and then you throw in a different concept. No, stick with it until the traction runs out. Okay. Because one, you want to get all of the return on that investment. But if you're jumping from one product to the next, one service to the next, one ad, one this, without trying to get the full benefit from that, you're going to be spending money and losing money in the long run. Okay. So create um, the plan, create the actionable steps. Once you create the actionable steps, then you're going to allot a specified budget for everything that you want to do. Okay. Once you do that, you want to start doing the work. Once you get success on one of your actionable steps, guys, I want you to rinse and repeat. That mean do it again. Don't try to create another ad. No, keep that one flowing. Keep it flowing, baby. Keep it flowing. Okay. Once that ad keeps flowing, right, some money should start rolling in. If you are not bringing in money, but your ads is getting traction, then you need to go back and evaluate where are you losing your customer base? Is it in the DMs? Is it because you're not responding to their messages on your um, posts? Where, where's the problem? We have to figure it out, okay? Once you guys do um, all of those steps and you get some success, just continue to keep going. And so the, the way to combat rising costs. And I said it within what I was explaining. Number one, you have to have a plan. Don't be just winging things right now. So like, for example, my plan, I'm not spending no money after I come back from Nigeria. So from tax season, January up until until my birthday, I'm not going to spend any money. I'm talking about access, like buying anything extra, doing anything, hiring anybody, spending excessively on ads or anything. I'm not doing it. I want to save. And I told my team, I don't want to hire nobody else this year. I just want to keep all the money in the house so I can save. That's my plan for 2024. What is your plan? Okay. Okay. What is your plan for 2024 to combat rising costs, guys? You have to start planning. I've always been an avid planner, guys. Um, I kind of can say my whole life been planned out a little bit, but you know, we ain't in control. God is in control, right? <laughs> so I be trying to plan everything, y'all. Like literally. Um, let me tell you how bad my planning. Well, how deep I go with planning is that when I knew that we wanted to have my son, I had to make sure that I had my son within a particular month of the year because tax season. I can't have no more babies in January, February, March, and April. I can't. How am I going to be the best mom in the world if I'm busy and having a newborn in April doing tax season? I can't. So I, I literally had to go as far as planning my births. I literally have to. I plan everything. And that's what we have to do, the combat rising calls. And when I mean everything, I'm talking about from your meal plans, okay? I'm also referring to your um, overall house overhead, your expenses, your Christmas spending. You should have planned what you were going to spend on Thanksgiving. Money don't grow on trees, guys. And the way that everything is looking... All of the people that got scammed out of trillions of dollars, the scammers then blew all the money in the Gucci store. So now the money's not circulating right now. So if money's not really circulating like it was, what do we have to do? We have to get disciplined. We have to get control. We have to know. We have to have plans. We have to be strategic, guys. So that's how you combat um, rising costs with strategy, with the plan consistency, with discipline, and then also being certain and confident in who you are and what your business stands for. Here's why. If you don't know who you are and what your business stand for, you're going to make frivolous investments in coaching, frivolous investments in products and softwares, frivolous investments in apps and things just because you're not certain on who and what your business and you stands for. See, like me, I know me and my business, we stand on integrity, honesty, okay? So guess what? I was reviewing emails and come to find out one of our onboarding emails didn't even have my process guide. So how am I going to have this business that's based off integrity if they can't even see my process? Or if a person understand my process. So those little things, guys, it's just we are in a day and age where we have to just tighten up across the board with everything. If you never budgeted, this is the time you need to budget. If you never was a planner, this is the time that you need to plan. And guys, if you did not know, I've created my ultimate accountability planner. It is a all-in-one planner that I use. It's in my big old happy planner binder. It's printable. So once you invest... In the um, um planner, you get to print out your sheets, how many you want every month. And the beauty of the planner is it's strategic. I have everything from planning your personal finances to your business finances to your your prayer life, you journaling, you keep you creating content. Like this is my content sheet content sheet in my planner, like everything you need as a business owner, what projects you're going to launch, your annual review, your monthly review, payroll sheets, Um, since I'm a mom, planning my family's birthdays and parties and date nights, all of that is all in my planner because you have to plan now that we are not in the season of winging anything being frivolous and irresponsible. It's our time to really tighten up things and it starts with us. So please go back and I'm gonna try to do a recap. You know, guys, sometimes I'm gonna be writing down. Okay, so number one, plan. Okay, (laughs) number two, I remember? Okay. Okay, yes. Create an actionable. Okay, create a plan. Create your actionable steps then put a budget to your actionable steps, review, rinse and repeat, okay? But you start with a plan, okay? So to combat rising costs, you have to be in control. You have to be in control. You can't let Instagram, Facebook dictate your spending. Just because your girlfriend then bought a Gucci bag last month, you shouldn't be buying a Gucci bag this month. If it's not, ain't part of your plan. If you know you cannot meet your finances now. So we're in that day and age, guys. We have to be fully accountable to the results that we desire. And if your results are to make a certain amount of money, you got to do the steps. If your results like me, so I have like two goals. So one is to save. I always make money. Okay. But I want to save a lot next year. Okay. So what do I need to do to save? I can't hire nobody. I may have to do more work this year. You understand? So those are the things you got to think about. Yes. Okay. So we'll do that in the meeting. We'll do that in the meeting. We'll do that in the meeting, um, Cradle Kid. Okay, guys. So rising calls, you do your budgets. Okay. All righty. So, and I'm about to just go right into the next topic, guys. Okay simply because time is kind of of the essence it's 7 31. okay so guys the next thing i want to talk about is your customer service guys so this is all business all business so remember we're dealing with rising calls we're dealing with inflation we're dealing with the money not a circle money is not circulating um the economy like it was simply because some of us are worried um our consumer confidence level is a bit low we don't know what to expect. So we're not spending as much. OK, so right now, if you are a business owner, it is time to double down on your customer service. Like you need to be like my boy, Kylie, um DJ Kylie say we the best because that's how I told my team. I said we need to make sure our customer service is top notch. A one triple a service. Follow up. Follow through. So guess what I started to do? I was reviewing processes. And I told my team, hey, are you doing this? And she was like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I said, oh, well, that might make help us keep up with clients more. That might help out in this area. And so customer service is tiered, okay? Here's why. Because one, customer service starts and ends with the clients, but that's not all that it takes. Right. So what I mean by that, you call my office, ring, ring, ring. Thank you for calling Suncrest, Felicia Day speaking. I'm going to help you. That's answering the phones. It's one part of customer service. Oh, hi, Matt, um, I speak with Felicia Oh, she's presently in the meeting right now. Is it anything that I can possibly assist you? Second thing, try to resolve the problem so they won't have to wait, okay? Once that call is done, that's not where it ends. Customer service also means having efficient notes, okay? Also means following up. Also means letting your team member know that, hey, you need to contact this person. Or hey, sending a follow-up email to that person that um, calls the office. Hey, uh, we appreciate you calling to speak with Day. Sorry she wasn't able to get in contact with you today. She may call you by tomorrow. Customer service is the way you retain your clients and in business the last thing you want to have to do is constantly have to pay to get clients you want to be able to make your initial investment with that client and retain them because over the long haul it it increases their long-term value so let me give you a practical example Alrighty. So one client come to me to get their taxes done for the first year. I invested slightly in marketing, so I have to put some marketing cost into that. So I will say, let's say I charged them four hundred dollars. It probably cost me fifty dollars to get the client. Okay. So we're going to take the four hundred, subtract the fifty. So that means right now my my profits is three hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. In addition to that, I need to also pay my staff per hour that handles the account right okay so that means the company suncrest retain a profit of about 200 dollars. okay the next year when that client come back the only calls that i'm going to incur is my team and then it's actually going to be less follow-up and less calls and less um, touches with my team because that client already know my process so Keisha may not have to call them five times, like she have to do some clients. Leo may not have to send out ten emails. Paul is not going to have to ask ten to twenty questions. I'm not going to have to send the tax return back eight times. So in the end, I make more money off clients that I've been able to retain throughout the years, and not clients that I have to fight to get every month. Yes, you want to re- you want to acquire new clients regularly. But there's a cost that you um, reduce when you retain the client, and you also increase the long-term value. So in the end, customer service can make or break your company, guys. Customer service is, is what can separate your company from the rest. Oh, yeah, I know Philosophy fees are expensive compared to yours, but hey, her team on point. Hey, you know, they follow up. I, I you know, I'm going to just stick to the accountant that I'm working with. Okay. That's what you guys want. You don't want to have to keep paying it every year to get new clients because you failed to create the processes, the systems, the team, and the, um, the level of service to retain them. So to have effective, so this goes back to what my original statement was that just answering the phones and dealing with the client is one level of customer service. Remember I said it's tiered. So that's tier one. Tier two is your emails, your response, your documents, your follow-up, your follow-through, and your processes. You can get a lot of clients, but you have bad processes. Or you have no processes at all. So in the end, the company that have the best processes, the company have the best customer service, and maybe even charge more will make more money than the business that don't have processes, charge less, and is horrible at customer service. Customer service can make or break your business. And it's actually one of the things that we are really in control over. That is one of the only things we're in control over we're in control over how clients feel when they walk away from our business how do they feel do they feel like they got the best bang for their buck do they feel appreciated do they feel loved remember people remember how you make them feel rather than what you said to them so if your service evokes emotion love kindness godliness um um, happiness love everything that a person want um give them that um experience that they want price will be the only thing that take them out of your um out of your business out of your pockets If somebody else can, can have the same level of customer service as you but their prices are lower they may get declined but if their service is not as good as you, they follow up everything, you're going to get the business and they're going to stick with you unless they're just cheapskates. And we don't even want them. We don't want them. We don't want them because those people make a fuss about anything. Okay. So, rising calls, guys, you want to check out that initial video. I gave you about six steps that you guys need to do. And one of the key lessons from that is that when you find a strategy that work, continue it until it no longer works. Don't try to recreate the wheel okay so if one of your facebook ads is rocking don't stop it keep it going okay if people like a particular course that you're offering keep promoting that course take that we are causing unnecessary headache for business yes business is tough yes but a lot of times we're doing we're making it we're creating self-imposed issues for ourselves okay and then we talked about the rising cost we talked about the rising costs, and then we talked about customer service. Customer service is key, guys. Without it, I don't even know um, would a business be able to sustain. I'm going to be honest with you. I think the only businesses that can really sustain with really horrible customer service is a, is a business that is a necessity. So like the grocery store, the doctor's office. But then you have so many options for doctors nowadays. Let you be a bad doctor. They'll find you a replacement quick. So really no one is irreplaceable. Okay. All right, guys. So rising costs we talked about in customer service. And we're going to go into our last topic. But I'm going to take um, a quick break. My eyes are hurting. But this day on ring light is beaming in my glasses. So it looks horrible, guys. Okay, so I'm going to take a one minute break, just a quick one minute break, guys, because we don't have that long because I'm only going to do one hour because the kids was already like, "Mommy, mommy, you got another line, you got another show, you got another show. And y'all know I'm not the type of mom that brush off my kids and stuff like that. So I kind of felt bad when Bricey was like, oh, you're doing another show. So, yeah, so let me take a quick little break, guys. I'll be right back. It's your girl Falasha Today, the Accountability Accountant, and I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's episode of The Money Zone. And you know, I know you should have shared that video up with your friends or your family because I'll go with the generational one. So do me one favor: share the video and subscribe to our newsletter. Hey guys, welcome back. I see you. I got my little glasses on, guys. My eyes are hurting. I think all of these years of um, being behind a computer for so many years now, and I've always wore glasses, right? But I never wore them. So why these people gave me bifocals, you guys? But I don't even think my eyes are that bad. But I had to put my glasses because my eyes are hurting now. So let's rock this thing on out, guys. It's our last topic because y'all hate business topics. I don't know why. If I come on here screaming, you guys love it. But when I come on here talking just business, it seems like you guys just don't never stick with the topic. And that's why we're suffering in the black community. You guys have to be entertained to retain or to pick up the information. I'm never going to come up here and twerk for you guys. I'm never, and I can dance my ass off. I will never, you know what I mean? Like be wild and stuff, To get your attention. So, you guys have to learn to no longer have to be entertained to get viable information. And I think that's why we fall prey to celebrities and idolatry and things like that, because we cannot just sit down and retain boring pieces of content. Um, And, like today, I have to be honest. Earlier was popping. I enjoyed that. But this is kind of, you know, boring. This is business, it's technical. Okay. Um, But yeah, that's, we got to get used to the boring content, guys, because this is the content that's going to help you grow. I've been in business now. Brenna B. 12. I've been in business for 12 years. 12 years. I've um, never had to close my doors, never had to fire staff. You understand never. By God's grace his mercy. Um so I know a little stuff. I help my clients build their companies and stuff. I've built my firm, um scaled that bad boy with no loans, nothing on my own suffered, okay? So when I tell you guys we have to get accustomed to listening to boring pieces of content. I'm being honest because everything I do behind the scenes is boring. If you guys see how much I read, it's boring. It's not fun, but it's fun to me. <sighs> okay. All right, guys. So let's rock this thing on now so we can go ahead and go and have an amazing night and be with our families and all of that good stuff, y'all. Okay. All right. Cryptocurrency. That's what we're talking about right now. Personal bonding works better than sales pitching, but we had to do both. sell so, Yep. So um Don True says, I worked in retail for 10 years and personal bonding works better than sales, than sales pitching, but we had to do both um selling suits and stuff. Yep. You gotta do both. Um but the beautiful part about it is the way that we can do marketing now, guys, you can completely just be yourself in your own business, right? You can be completely your whole self. Um and people attract to you got people online being the fakest. they don't they're not even living that real lifestyle okay and they're making money because they doing fake life all right so let me talk about this crypto guys okay okay crypto 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 so remember i said early in the show that things are tight right People are not circulating the money. And the way that money circulates through the economy is by people spending, right? But because there's so much uncertainty and consumer confidence is extremely low, guess what people are doing? We are now, and I'm part of those, we're hoarding money, okay? So we're not spending and we're saving. Remember, I told you my plan is to save 2024, right? Okay. So in addition to the savings, what I'm finding is that people are also making investments. So people are making investments into crypto because of multiple reasons. There's a lot of uncertainty with our banking system. I don't know if you guys know this, but literally over the past maybe 10 years, there was about, about maybe 10,000 banks that's closed that have closed. Over the past maybe four years, it's been about 3,000 banks have closed. Um, So even myself, I'm putting money more in my credit union accounts because the credit union is not on the stock market, okay? So with that being said, um, people are investing into crypto. And you know, with crypto, it's hard to explain. Because people are not trying to leave their money in traditional banks, they're doing, making purchases and transactions and paying people and paying services using crypto i think i figured out how not to get the glare yay i figured it out did i tilt okay i think i did but then i look like a straight geek right now sorry guys okay 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 so what they're doing is that they're using the crypto now to pay um for services and stuff right okay here's the issue y'all ready See, the banking system, we have an issue because, one, we're dealing with the traditional banks being uncertain, right? And then the government is trying to create their own centralized banking system and trying to force us to only use debit cards and, you know, the digital banking system. And then now we have the crypto. The problem with you guys only using crypto is that every time you buy something with the crypto, it's considered a sale okay and that it will be subject to capital gains tax so let's say for example you have twenty thousand dollars in your crypto okay because you purchased bitcoin and you have it's valued at twenty thousand dollars and you don't want to um move that money to the bank you don't want to do nothing so you just keep it there which is fine and so you start paying for services so let's say you pay for a thousand dollar service that payment for that service is going to be considered a sale of your crypto so you will then pay capital gains tax on every purchase that you make see this is why i don't like we have to our economists guys and this is why i'm considering really going back for my phd in econ in um economics because right now, even our economist doesn't understand the banking system and what's um, really happening right now. So with that being said, we are making bad mistakes and poor judgment. I don't personally recommend anybody pay for everything from their crypto. I don't. I don't because it's going to be considered a sale and then another thing i'm finding is that a lot of you guys have been told wrong oh set up a business and buy and sell crypto through the business put one in the chat if you've heard on instagram i think that's what i got doing interacting with y'all like i used to too Cause i used to talk with y'all and everything put one in the chat guys if you saw When people say, Oh, start an LLC and buy crypto or something like that, buy LLC, buy, um, and buy crypto. Put one in the chat if you saw that. Buy, um, get an LLC and buy crypto in the LLC, buy and trade and sell crypto in your LLC. I don't recommend that either. If you buy and sell crypto in a LLC, guys, every sale or any income that you receive or make is going to be subject to self-employment taxes. So you will no longer... Let me check out some comments. Hey, Monica. So, ooh, excuse me, I burped everything, guys. Okay, so let's say you made the 20000 right? But you had them people pay you In crypto, right? Guess what? Your crypto now will be subject to self-employment taxes, not capital gains. Do you understand? Your crypto will be subject to self-employment tax. And then in addition to the self-employment tax, it's going to be subject to the normal federal income tax rate according to um, your marginal tax rate, or your modified adjusted gross income, whatever that is. So you're going to be paying higher taxes because you decided to transact crypto within your business. Yeah, so Monica, we're talking about multiple topics, um, but right now I'm talking about um, using crypto because right now, you know, the economy is so on a verge of break, on a bridge of breaking. And people are trying to get creative with things. And so more and more people are buying products and services and paying for things using crypto. And I I don't think that that's a good idea. And then a lot of people were told to buy and sell crypto in your LLC. You do not want that. It will be subject to two different forms of taxes, self-employment taxes and then the normal federal income tax. Whereas if you kept the crypto in your personal and did it that way, then it will only be subject to the capital gains. But this is why I ask you guys to be very mindful of these 60 second, one minute shorts and reels that you guys are seeing on social. Now, I like it because it gets us traction for our business. You come and follow us, you know? You might become a client of ours, right? But the reality is you cannot take the exact advice from those reels. So anyone that is transacting crypto in your LLC, please make sure you file your taxes correctly. And it's not like the regular taxpayer, like me, like a person, like you. It has to be on a Schedule C. Like a business. Yes. Yes. Just because you decided to trade and buy in your LLC, you will be almost similar to a trader. Oh, Monica says she's doing rental arbitrage on Airbnb. Yes. So, guys, be mindful with that crypto stuff. Consult with your professional. Talk, consult with the tax professional, okay? And then last but not least, guys, about this crypto thing, make sure you're tracking everything. And what I mean by everything, I'm talking about the date you purchased, what you purchased, what coin you purchased, the amount you purchased it, The value that you purchased it at, the day of sale, what um, wallet is it housed in and everything? Here's why. What I'm finding, because see, the stocks used to do this years ago, where they would not put your cost basis, meaning what you purchased the stock or crypto for, on your forms. So what happened was the people that didn't keep good records, They overpaid capital gains tax because they didn't track their call spaces. And also it's beneficial. And you guys will learn that in my book, Audit Proof, but I'm going to give you one tip. Also, it's beneficial for them not to report your call spaces because the IRS will never know how much money they have. So it's a win-win situation. And so if they don't track your cost basis and you don't track your cost basis, that means when you go to sell your crypto, you're going to be paying taxes on a higher amount than what you're supposed to. So keep very intricate records. I will prefer if you have a spreadsheet that you create date. So date board, the coin, the vault. like I have, go back and watch the video and put all of those um, sections in a spreadsheet and track it like that going forward and then last but not least guys don't make investments into things that you don't understand and right now don't invest your last do you guys remember have you guys seen the movie the big short the short i saw this movie years and years ago before it was a rave and um, he predicted the housing crash and short the stock and ended up making billions of dollars. Come to find out, he attempted to make that same play recently and lost, I think it was like $40 million. However, see, I don't know from an accountant standpoint if that was a strategy. Because what if he had a gain of $100 million on some stocks? And needed to off some, you know, find some losses to offset that gain. And then if, he, that, if that was the case, strategy. But if that wasn't the case, bad move. Meaning, don't make investments into things that you don't understand, okay? And do not invest your last right now in nothing and in nobody. I'm going to say that again. Do not invest your last into nothing or anybody. no. Times are too tight. If it sounds too good to be true, guys, it truly is, okay? All right, guys, so that's all I got for you guys today. My eyes are hurting, I'm tired. I've had, you you hear it in my voice, I've been talking all day. I've had a very busy day, Um, but don't forget, guys, to pick up my book, Audit Proof. Here it is again, 11 Step, and the reason why I keep looking at the title, guys, is because I changed it. So if you see both books, you see the title is different. So and I have a lot going on. So so you guys definitely kept up um cop my book Audit Proof 11 Steps to Audit Proof Your Business and Write Off Everything and I talk about a lot of the benefits of these big companies doing shade to us little small people in terms of our W twos and our 1099s and our stock reports and everything, you're gonna know exactly why I need you to create that spreadsheet and keep up with your wallet and get organized, guys. It's strategy to cheating the tax system, and a lot of these big companies are doing it. They're doing it. We just don't well you guys don't know how they're doing it. But once you read audit proof, you're going to be like, "Oh, hell no, Philosophy. Are you kidding me?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes. Um thank you, Close your eyes. Well, yeah, I'm my eyes killing me. I'm tired." Okay, guys. So that's basically all I have for you guys. Um but let me show you one thing before I go cuz I did have a hot topic. Um really quick, okay? Um Let me just show you this hot topic because I want you guys to be mindful. And this is why I've always spoke that just don't take shortcuts, please, guys. It just hurts us in the long run. One thing my mom always told me and God has always made me start from square one the moment I took a shortcut. So this article, well, not even article, but this say article, this um, post on the Jasmine brand said famed sneaker reseller james whitner founder of social status being investigated in multi-million dollar money laundering scheme it says um sneaker entrepreneur james whitner owner of sneaker retail shops is being investigated for a multi-million dollar money laundering scheme for years whitner hold on has grown his resale sneaker and apparel enterprise but authorities believe He used his illegal company to funnel illegal money. Prosecutors believe Whitner and his Whitaker group, which oversees his retail shops, were involved with an unlicensed money transmitting business involving Chinese money couriers. Oh my God. Whitner is not facing criminal charges, but is at the center of a civil complaint. His Whitaker. Group issued a statement maintaining that the company is in compliance with the IRS and other governing entities. Whitner's contract with Nike forbids him from selling his products outside of the U.S., which Whitner allegedly did. Hopefully, the matter will be resolved um, soon. Okay, so guys, let's put some context to this. Money laundering is not as challenging as you guys think here's the thing so let's say for example you make money in your business but you never reported the income on that business right and then now you take the profits from that business that you never reported income on and start another start another business do you know that that's considered money laundering You don't have to be a drug dealer. You don't have to do something completely illegal, right? Money laundering can easily be slapped on you just because you didn't report your income. You didn't file the taxes on that business. And then you took the profits from that business that you didn't file for, that you didn't report for, and then you tried to start another business. So that money was laundered because it wasn't reported reported it was laundered because guess what was it supposed to even were even supposed to be doing that whatever it is because most of the time when y'all not reporting the businesses it's a legal business and so money laundering can also be let's say for example you um let's say you sell drugs you sell drugs right And then you don't report everything on your taxes. And then you take that money and start another business with it. That's money laundering. Or buy real estate, that's money laundering. The moment that illegal money that you didn't report or any illegal activities of money that you didn't report, and then you funnel it somewhere else to use it, it's considered money laundering. It can be as simple as that. So, the reality is, guys, we have to consider our actions. Are we going to continue to keep taking shortcuts? Exactly. Monica said that's ex- um, how they got the mobsters. Yep, that's actually how they got Al Capone through the Rico case. Al Capone was getting money from all of these people that he was um, sticking up and forcing, um, protecting, aka protecting, and never reported this income to the IRS. So it became a RICO case. And the reason why his became a RICO case is because it was a whole process. It was a whole system. And see, so guys, you might end up in a RICO case too if it's a whole thought-out process. Oh, take the money from this business, do this, do this, involve this person, do this. Money laundering RICO cases. It's very easy to do, guys. Let's just do things right. We've. Let me tell you guys something. And then I'm going to close out. Y'all know I'm real spiritual, guys. Y'all know I'm very, 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 very spiritual, okay? God is really protecting y'all black folks. All of our black, beautiful, brown people, he is protecting us big time. God then done some major work behind the scenes for you guys. And I've been praying for this, okay? God done some major work for you guys behind the scenes by keeping some of Biden's laws um, not being approved by Congress. And then also some of the things being delayed. Let me give an example. Remember over the past, maybe six months, guys, I've been saying that, um, please tighten up things. You're going to get audited. That's true. You're still going to get audited, but God is protecting black people because he's giving you more time to get your paperwork in order. Here's how. And as I predicted, remember I told you our financial system is so complicated. When they tried to implement the new 1099 regulations where if you made $600 or more on PayPal, they have to report it. If you made $600 or more on Cash App, they have to report it. I knew, and I'll have my team pull this up. I knew when they implemented, it was going to fall short in some areas because we have that personal money that you can give your family money. You know, We could do friends to family, right? Because of that friends and family issue, And that's all God's work, guys. Please, this is all God's work. When things, when he cracked the system, is all God's work. So because of the friends and family and the confusion and the IRS not sure how to structure it on the tax return, then guess what? They were not able to fully implement the requirement for the companies to issue the 1099s to you guys. So God didn't stop them another year. This is two years consecutively that he has been able to delay them and going and auditing all of you black people that's not doing right or any color, any race. But I'm focusing on my people, okay? He's blessing you. So I'm going to ask you again while God is giving you more time because I've been begging him to give you guys more time. Please start doing your bookkeeping. Please, can we do things right going forward? So, Don True, so, okay, so when Biden came into office in 2020, Don True, that was his original plan, okay? But he couldn't get it approved right away, okay? So, what he did was he lumped that into the American Tax Rescue Plan Act and they figured it out. And um, so they approved it. Once they showed, that, oh, he can get trillions of dollars from us. But it's so complicated. It's so many platforms. It's so many loopholes and issues. Um, And so the IRS couldn't fully roll with it or roll it out because it's just too many um, layers to it. So it, it was supposed to be last year, but they delayed it. It was supposed to be this year, but I'm going to say God, God delayed it. So you guys have one more year to pull your stuff together. God is blessing Black people, blessing us a lot. And you guys don't even see it. He know you guys done cheated and he don't want all y'all to go down either. He know y'all done did some shady stuff. He don't want y'all to go down. So he's trying to delay this law. And in my mind, guess what came up? And see, Let me tell you something. God might really be protecting you guys. And if he do this for you guys next year, please surrender yourself. All of you, please surrender yourself. What comes to my mind? You know, we're trying to get Trump into office in 2024, right? You know, Trump is not going to allow that 1099 law to pass. This is what I'm thinking. So if God is really doing His work, He's trying to delay this, let Trump come into office, and let y'all be free and clear a little bit. But that don't mean keep doing dirt, y'all. Okay? He's he's he know he know he know you made mistakes. He know, okay? He know it, guys. And let me tell you how God worked. And Let me and this is why I want you guys to believe one year i didn't renew my p10 on time so the p10 is prepare tax preparer's tax identification number right yes and so each preparer that do taxes have to renew the p10 every year and i don't know what happened that year it was in 2018 I don't know what happened, y'all. I literally, I've never forgotten to renew my P ten. Never. No, no, it wasn't my P. No, it wasn't my P ten. It was the annual filing season requirement. That was before I became an enroll agent, right? We had to do a certain amount of classes, CE courses, or do the annual filing refresher course, right? And I forgot. And so. I really didn't even know how I was going to do taxes. Let me tell you how God did. God shut Congress down for me. They took that full, God took that whole requirement out for that one year for me. They gave me enough time to study, pass my EA license, and never have to do the annual filing season again. So God will shut the whole system down for you guys. And he's slowly doing it, but you guys are not seeing it. And before I go, one more thing he did too, which is COVID. He did COVID. He did it to, bring, to give us a restart. But you guys didn't do right. So now a lot of his efforts that he's doing and the people like myself and other people that's really about his word... He's pushing us out here for you guys for a reason. He's pushing us out here for you guys for a reason. For you to start doing things right. And the, the reason why I fully believe in my spirit and my heart, my core, my soul that he did the COVID situation is because if you read the Bible, if you go to Titus 3 to Titus, Titus chapter 3. I'm not sure, chapter three. I'm not sure the verse, but read it. You all need to read it. It says the woman should be in her home and make money. So we can raise our families and our kids. And that's the reason why a lot of our children are going astray. And the reason why we're suffering in society because no one is home raising our babies anymore. And I knew this. But when I finally read Titus again the other day, and it said that for us women to be in a home and to make money in the home and have our businesses in the home, it was confirmation that God did this COVID thing to get us back in the home so we can start building loving families, amazing children and stop all of this rhetoric fighting mess that you guys are doing on social. It is absolutely a disgrace. And it's embarrassing. None of us are perfect. None of us. And you guys are classifying people's mistakes that God maybe needed them to go through so they can be who they are today. But you're judging people. You guys are judging people and being extremely mean and bickering back your full baby mama, drama, single dad, single mom, all this drama, guys, it's unnecessary. Everything in life is a lesson. Even this COVID situation, please go and think about it. Think about what I said, how he's trying to get us back. And now look, we didn't do what he asked us to do and be family, family, focus on our kids, bring the prayer back into our house, bring the Bible back into our house. And now in my area, I live in the DMV, right? It's over 250 homicides in the DMV as of Today or yesterday. That is double the amount of homicides in 20 years. We didn't do what God wanted us to do. He wanted us to go. I did. I'm I'm in my house. I'm with my kids. We pray every day. I'm doing, I did my part. But the majority of us have not done what God wanted us to do. So I really want to take this time, guys, and really let you guys see that he's blessing us across the board a lot of y'all done there's so much shady scam and stuff and god never sent the people to you. you never got caught up but that don't mean continue to keep doing dirt that mean walk away <laughs> walk away guys okay i love you guys so much we're about to go into 2024 guys god has given us another opportunity to do things right He's fighting the system as much as he possibly can. But remember, he has to work through us, guys. So how is he going to fight the system if we're not fighting the system? How is he going to stand up for us when we're not even standing up for ourselves? Enough is enough, guys. Get back into your home. Get back into your Bibles. Get back to the core values that all of us know that we've been bestowed upon. All of us know we had somebody that told us that you are great. You're better than this. Because what I'm seeing online, I am, I don't want no part of it. It's, it's so disappointing. And then the bad part about it is the people that's talking to stuff, y'all were no-goers. Nobody wasn't talking to you in high school You wasn't popular. You didn't, you didn't, you wasn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you wasn't it. So a lot of the stuff that y'all listening to are from bitter people. (laughs) Bitter people that never got the woman or the man or never had been flown out, that never got attention. Y'all listening to the wrong people that never was spiritual, never godly, never had nothing. Y'all got to stop. Listening to these people, stop tuning into these people's podcasts. You're spewing the negativity. And one thing I realized, and I'm about to close out after this because, guys, y'all know I can continue to keep talking. These people are doing the devil's work. A lot of these podcasts are devils, y'all. And the reason why they're devils is that they're they're sinning, they're sending sinful messages out into the world to create more demons in you guys. I'm sorry, I have to say it. A lot of you guys are filled with demons. And filled with sin. We're all simple. I sin every day, right? But I'm not listening to podcasts that's making me hate my cousin or hate my family or hate my husband or hate somebody. I'm not listening to podcasts that tell me to sell my body and trick off. Okay? And that I'm better than man, a man, and a man is worthless. The reason why y'all women are falling prey to that is because the devil wants us to push down our men. Because remember, God is that the head is God, then man. Once they take man out, it's all chaos. So y'all women and men are falling into a cycle of, dem- of demons. You don't even realize and none of you guys are happy. And I'm so afraid because my kids have to live with your kids. My kids have to live with your kids. My kids have to train your kids or hire your kids. And I don't want my kids around none of y'all kids. Because I'm raising my kids to treat people the way you want to be treated. And God is looking at your moves, and you don't do that because you wouldn't want nobody to do that to you, okay? You wait to uh uh lose your virginity when you're married. I'm teaching them core biblical principles. So I refuse if I'm raising my children to be virgins until they married for you guys to spew to them that if you take my daughter on a date that she supposed to give you her body for a hundred dollar date, a $300 date, a woman's body is worth $300, $500, something that you can never get again, something that God put unique fingerprints on. Please, guys, stop this sin. Stop this hate. Stop the demonicness that is spewed right now. It's all demonic, guys. It truly is. And the reason why I was able to conclude this, because what I realized is a spirit of sin, a spirit of uh, addiction, a spirit. We all can be in these spirits, and those spirits lead to the demonic spirits the spirit of sin, the spirit of addiction, the spirit of hate, the spirit of greed, the spirit of gluttony, okay? This the spirit of idolatry, the spirit of oh you're better. All of those are spirits. And they all so guys, let's please be real with yourself. The reason why we're in the situation is because we took God out of everything. I kind of do this, True. You might be, yeah, you knew. I kind of do this a little bit. We took God out of everything. And I'm so afraid because we are adults and this is what we're doing. And then you expect your kids to do something different. You sitting there, don't care about nobody, but you expecting your kids to care. They not. It starts with you. If you only superficial and you only showing your kids superficiality, what do you think they're gonna do? They're gonna be superficial. If you telling them, if you only listen to go-go music and gangster music, thug music, you like bang, 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 shoot that. You know, I listen to my I listen to my music, but I don't listen to around my kids. I don't. And I come from the hood, I come from a back dark background. Okay, so guys, what the reason why I'm saying this is because we're going into a new year. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys a private conversation I have my babies. So my children is 11 and six. I told my kids that we may have to stay in the house for the next two years. And the reason why I told my kids we may have to stay in the house for the next two years is because while all of these people are killing each other, all of these demonic spirits rolling around, people, car thefts out the woods, and everybody sleeping with everybody's husband doing this, just all these, just, I don't want my kids to be part of it. So while y'all out there killing ourselves, killing each other, hating each other, I'm keeping my family far away from So we're going to stay in the house for two years. Because my kids say, oh, mommy, that's not long. We did that with COVID. And they said, oh, well, guess what? We're better. We'll be safe. So while me and mine, we're going to stay in the house and save money for the next two years, well, well depending on if y'all do better in 2024, we coming out, right? But if y'all still killing each other in 2020, we ain't coming out because what you're not going to do is have innocent, godly people fall prey to y'all sin. Monica got to say homeschooling too. Monica, girl, I'm working on that now. So, you know, the kids go to private school now. I'm working on the homeschooling. Trying to. So, two years. So, while y'all killing off each other, AIDS, because see, what's happening is all these diseases spreading. See, y'all think, y- y'all don't know what's happening. Is diseases being spread. Sexually transmitted diseases. AIDS is on a, on a surge. All these diseases been increased killings murders robberies husbands killing wives wives killing husbands everything best friends killing each other everything you're not going to find me and my family in that nope i don't even nobody in my house and it might seem weird to you guys and that's fine but the reality is you're not going to have me and my kids driving down the street and we get shot up because we were driving down the street and i know a lot of you That believing God may say, oh, well, you're in fear, you're living in fear. There's a difference between living in fear and then God telling you to stay in the house. I know what my God told me. My God told me slow down. My God told me keep my family close corners in the house. My God told me put a big wall fence up that's high enough so nobody can see in my house in my backyard so when my kids playing nobody can just hop over my fence and steal my kids or rob us because you remember they're walking up on our backyards robbing us so that's how my god works. my god prepares me so this is not fear for me so for any of you that say oh this is fear you don't really believe this is not fear for me this is preparation remember preparation meets opportunity and god prepares his own and now I'm speaking what he spoke to me to prepare you to, if he haven't spoken to you. Because I'm not going to allow my kids to fall in this promiscuous, what is this? I cannot say the word. My, my daughter, and my daughter beautiful, y'all. Well, y'all If y'all really see my daughter, she beautiful, y'all. And then the older she gets, she going to be so beautiful. Oh, my God. Like, So I already know the boy's going to be in her face. So guess what I'm doing? I'm telling her, don't worry about boys. Every boy is going to want you. What about the godly man? Wait until I start explaining to her everything, the game from the biblical aspect. Then I told her, then I told her street, because I am from the street, what guys going to want from her. And they're going to tell her everything. going to make her feel the best. She's going to be tempted. Even my son, same thing. He's gonna be so handsome. Most one, probably one of the most handsome guys in the world. And I'm telling him the same thing. You're focused on husband and wives. We're not focusing on what y'all focusing on in this world. I'm building godly children, not these worldly children y'all are building. And I'm not saying that to be mean, but I have to let you guys know that something is moving right now, and God is preparing His own. Exactly, Monica. He's preparing his own, and this is what he told me. Preparation meets opportunity, lay low. Because these demon kids and these demon people, and see, remember, demons is not the person. So don't get offended like I'm saying you are the demon. No, the demon demon is the spirit, okay? The spirit of greed. The demon is the spirit, okay, guys? Not you. All of us are amazing. God, God, all of us are absolutely amazing. It's just the demon in us. That is what's causing the issues in society right now. Guys, remember I told you that shortcut? That's the demon of shortcuts too. Yep. So guys, I didn't went over. Oh, I wasn't even supposed to be preaching tonight, okay? Wasn't supposed to, but my spirit had to tell you guys, we're going into 2024. Let's make some major changes. I had so many people complaining about the kids being reckless, but nobody's praying with the children. And see, guys, if you have younger children like me, you need to start instilling biblical principles in them when they're young. They're gonna look at you like a fool if you try to instill in them when they're 13. And remember, guys, something popped up on me earlier today when I was doing my um content. A lot of us are doing these dedications we are baptizing our children, but that's it. We get them baptized, but we never instill the Bible in them. We never read the Bible to them. We never break down verses. And let me be honest, guys. My last thing, I've been reading a lot of these verses that these people have been telling y'all a lot and they wrong, they wrong. A lot of these men say King Solomon was Had multiple wives. Making it seem like King Solomon had this amazing life. He did it. He suffered. God punished him. He suffered because of his choosing. He suffered. He suffered. So we're just being spewed. All of these lies. Every which way. And the only way we need to be focused on. Is God's way y'all. That's it. God's way guys. And I. I feel like I'm one of the best people to tell you this because I've been through the trenches. God has taken me through the ropes. Let me show you guys my leg. Let me see. Let me see if I can show you guys. I can't even show you. So I'm going to show you guys next time when I come. God's humbled me so bad because I used to be like, oh, yeah, I'm cute. I'm this. dumb this. Right? Everything. He shut me down. What he did was he started pulling uh, black spats on my legs, out the blue, random black spats, like bumps on my legs. The doctors, nobody could figure out what's going on, nothing. I wasn't sick, nothing. And he told me two years later, I did that to humble you. I did that to make you who you are. Because if he didn't make my legs black, she, I be sashaying, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, to, to you know everything, right? And what he did was he started to just use little things to humble me and make me who I am today. So yes, I'm cocky, I'm confident, but all in God. Yes, I, I, I wish it on all that. Yes, all that. But I'm so humble now. I used to be so. I don't know, but he, God will go as far as messing up your face, destroying your body just so you can end up coming out exactly the way he wants. Perfect. Well, to him, perfect. For us, we can never be perfect because he know we're going to make mistakes. Okay. So I love you guys. And please don't allow these whack people, bums on the internet to tell you that you're not worthy of love and you are less than and you don't don't fall prey to none of that most people that put off that stuff they're weak because see this is the thing guys and everything that we go through is always a lesson and some type of blessing out of it all so for And I I don't even want to cry. I got to get off. I can't, I'm about to get off. Bye y'all. I'm about to cry and everything. Because this is shameful. And I'm going to talk about the baby mother drama one day. I think I'm going to talk about that and bring biblical principles behind. it, Because we're the only race in the black, we're the only race, black people. Let's say black people, just brown people. That's so caught up on these, on kids. Oh, she got a kid. Oh, he got a kid. Yeah, we can have preferences, right? That's fine. But you guys are acting like these kids are not God's blessings. You acting like these kids are, are like curses or something. Proper preparation prevents. Oh, I like that down true. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. I like that. I'm going to give you. Kudos on that. Thank you. They're they like, you know, kids are mistakes and, and God didn't make no mistake, guys. Like Joe, exactly. Like Joe. God didn't make no mistakes, guys. See, you don't know what that young girl had to go through. You don't know that her son was the only thing that kept her alive. You guys don't know. And this is what bothers me. A lot of y'all are so weak. And it shows. And I'm just begging all of you guys to go back to square one and really ask yourself are you doing God's work by spewing this mess out here? Is a difference between a preference and is a difference between you flat out saying the kids are bastards and this, this, and this. No. Remember, let's really be honest. No kid is a bastard because God is our father. And see, that's what my kids know, that even if their father make mistakes, even if I make mistakes, their big father, one that make no mistakes, is watching and aligning everybody that they need in their life. I am just the person that is temporarily their custodian. That's it. My children and your children are God's children. Don't fall for this mess. Don't fall for it. Yes, you might've had the children out of wedlock. Yes, you might've, but you don't know what that person and why God made them or let them have that baby. Remember, God is so powerful. He can make her abort that baby in her stomach. You know, God is that powerful. So if God didn't abort her baby in her stomach, what makes you think you have a right to talk? And my mother always says, stop talking if you can't help. Y'all talk so much, but nobody's putting their money where their mouth is. So I'm done with y'all. Y'all are really embarrassing. It's embarrassing and it's a disgrace. And I'm saying that from a loving side, not a judgmental side, because I'm tired. You guys are destroying our community. And no one is winning but every other race besides ours. So, yeah, guys, that's all I got for you guys. I love you guys so much. I should start doing things differently. 2024 is almost here. This same old mess that you guys been doing is embarrassing. Hold yourself accountable. Stop all this. It's embarrassing. Like, I feel so bad for a lot of y'all. I really do. I really do. I love you guys so much and I'll see you guys. I'll probably go live um another day um this week, okay? I love you guys. Bye.